Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is our match reaction series. Joining you after Arsenal's 2-1 victory against Sevilla in Spain. I'm joined by Umar. How you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, it's always nice to get the three points, but mm. yeah, th- those European games, when you're under the cosh, they're a nightmare, isn't it, TC? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about why it went down that pathway uh, and why it became that, because it could have been a very different game had Arsenal maybe gone on to get a third uh, in the in the mm-hmm. fixture. But uh, no, I'd, overall, uh, I think we can be very pleased because it's known the uh, Estadio Ramon Pijuan, uh, Sanchez Pijuan, um, yeah. as being a very difficult place to go to. Arsenal haven't won a game in Spain in the Champions League since 2006, mm. which is quite a crazy statistic, which is actually the last time that Sergio Ramos played against Arsenal in a competitive competition um, 17 odd years ago. So, yeah, some crazy stats are doing the rounds and it was a really important victory. What did you make of the overall performance? Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not the most mm. eye-catching of performances that we've ever had, but... It's going to be like that when you go away from home, as you've just touched on, a difficult ground, hostile atmosphere. And what I like about this Arsenal team compared to last season is we don't mind doing the dirty work in away games, away from home, at home, against the biggest of teams. If you Mm -hmm. want to trouble us, if you want to cross the ball, if you want to be more physical, we can handle that. And I look at this Arsenal team and I look at it and I see an Arsenal team which which thrives on these type of games, these big games. And I think last season, I think it's helped them a lot in terms of the experience of just falling short in the Premier League title race. And I look at this Arsenal team now, we keep saying it's a young group, and it is, but these players are now mature. You look at Bakaya Saka, you look at Tommy Yas, you look at Declan Rice, they're young when you talk about their age. But when you talk about the level of experience in playing at the highest um, level of games, international experience, these are top, top players and they can handle the pressure. And yeah, there was certain moments in this game against Sevilla when we were under the cosh. But if I'm being completely honest, I was never worried that Sevilla were going to unlock our defence. It was always going to be if they're going to score another goal in this game, Mm -hmm. it's going to come or it's going to stem from a mistake of our own. And luckily, it didn't. We'll probably speak about that as well. Mm, but, it's pretty darn close. <laughs> yeah, very, very close. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm left impressed today. Away from home, tough game. If I, I, I wouldn't have minded a draw, to be honest. Really, like pre-game. Really? Yeah, the fact that we've gone there and we've got the three points because we played Chelsea on the weekend as well, and that probably took mm. a lot out of us. And to go to a hard game against a team which have a new manager now in place as well, um, hostile atmosphere, and to get three points. And for most of the game, not be really troubled. It's a top, top performance from Arsenal tonight. 
Absolutely is. Um, and it's a really important performance as well that's obviously going to, I think, refill the uh, the confidence um, jar, if you like, because it was, I think, damaged by that Chelsea defeat. You might say that, you know, the spirited comeback was, you know, uh, a positive end to the game, but I heard that the, the Arsenal dressing room was very quiet uh, after the Chelsea draw, despite them coming back. And that's a good sign because, you know, they're going to be gutted that they didn't win that game and they're going to be buzzing that they got the result Tonight, let's go into some individual performances, though. Now, I am, I, I'm torn in the man of the match. Oh, um, I think you're going to Did I say one. defeat well, with Chelsea? It felt like a defeat. It felt like it. a defeat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm torn between two players for man of the match. Um, Can I guess? Yeah, go on. Guess who the two are. Number one, Takira Tomiyasu. Yes. And number two, Declan Rice. Oh no! No, Gabby Jesus was was the other one. Okay, um, yeah. Away oh, 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 because he went off. Mm. Obviously, he's produced the two yeah. moments of magic Assist and a goal. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. But obviously, he went off, and I thought in the last thirty minutes, I thought Declan Rice was everywhere. Oh, he was. He was stunning. He was phenomenal. But I'm sick of True. giving him man of the match, so I can't. True. <laughs> I, at least, at least, at least we've disagreed on something, which is a great. Oh, <laughs> for me, my man of the match is Takira Tomiyasu. I thought yeah, he I was. Brilliant, like genuinely so so good. When you talk about Declan Rice this. being everywhere, yeah. Tommy Asu was all over the first half. He was like playing centre forward, like he was like up alongside Jesus. It was kind of mad. He had that obviously the opportunity with that shot, um, just dragging it slightly right of the of the post. But I thought he was excellent um, in the game. Clearance after clearance after clearance. He was strong. Uh, he stood up against some really tough opposition. Severe, a big experience yeah. side. As well, and and they really he really stood up against them. I spoke to him after the game against PSV. I tweeted this, um, and I asked him about playing in that left back role. Yeah, you know, the best in the world, and so he's used to giving kind of short, snappy answers. And he simply said, "I'm not Zinchenko." Um, you know, when I asked him about playing that inverted role, because he mm. was very about that, saying like he can't do the things that Zinchenko can do. But to be honest, he doesn't need to. If he mm. just does what he does, which is that. He's going to be fine, and we're going to be fine having him there as well. So, what did you make of his performance? He's back to his best. He's back to his best in every single game, in every single cameo I've seen Takira Tomiyasu produce this season. He's looked like the Takira Tomiyasu of old, commanding, physically strong, dominant, wins his duels. But going forward as well, there's something that has been added to his game. Mm. I'm not sure what it is, but he seems more comfortable. And we spoke about it. I don't think the right-back uh, position is his best position now. I think he's more suited to the left-hand side. And yeah. say, for example, if you want Saliba to get a rest, I think he can do a job in the centre-half position. But you know what? I think in the Champions League, I I think this is going to be the team that Mikel Arteta decides to opt for. I think Maybe with Partey. With party, I think sure. when when they signed Timber, I think Timber was brought in to start these big games against mm-hmm. the best teams, whether it's domestically or whether it was in Europe. Unfortunately, he he suffered that injury and he's now out for a sustained period of time. However, the next best player in line for these big moments, these big mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is Takiro Tomiyasu. Zinchenko brings you a lot in terms of um, what he offers with the ball. But I still think defensively, he's a liability. And I may be a bit harsh, but when you get to the latter stages of the Champions League and you play the better teams, the Real Madrid's 
of this world, the Bayern Munichs, when you're up against mm. the fast wingers, Vinicius, Leroy Sane, Coman, etc., who would you rather have in your team, TC? Let me let me bring the question to you. Give me the list again. Timber, obviously, I'm, I'm just saying Zinchenko or Tomiyasu because I'm not including uh, Timber right now because he's injured. Tomiyasu right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah obviously, Timber, I'd rather you know, be fit and ready because I think he takes things to another level. But Tomiyasu, um, he just, he's just consistent. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't remember a bad game, really. I'm sure there have been that I've just com- I'm choosing to forget. But I think Leeds away last season wasn't great. But I think I just he's just consistent. Um, he's just very professional, you know. Just gets on with his job. Um, no, mis- not no mistakes, but kind of like he 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 doesn't want to put a foot wrong. That he'll just do the safe thing, and he Simple, won't try. And, he's not risky, but yeah. simplicity simplicity is good. Simple is a great word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Basically. you, you see, you see players who try to be, who try to fire that pass in between the lines, and sometimes mm. it can it can work. Sometimes it doesn't work. But I like the fact when you have a player that just keeps it simple. If he wants to pass sideways, he'll do that. If he wants to play a five-yard pass in front of um, in front of him, he'll do that. But he doesn't make any mistakes. And I think that's mm. the key aspect for me. And I think we have a good situation now. Obviously, we play Sheffield United on the weekend. And Zinchenko will probably come back in for that game. Because I think that's mm. the type of team that Zinchenko is good against a team that's going to come to the Emirates and it's not really going to attack. It's going to play a deep block and we probably need Zinchenko in that game. But Newcastle away next Saturday, Tommy Yasu starts every single day of the week for me. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, and, and I would start him at the weekend, I think now, even though we're going up against a side where we're expected to dominate more possession and yeah, I can see Zinchenko probably even coming back in for that game because of the opposition that we're going up against. But I'd, I'd start Tommy because I think he's he's not just good defensively, he's showing what he can do, you know, going forwards. And that's that's really, really, really important. Um, talk about the two goal scorers, Martinelli, Jesus. Um, briefly, I didn't think Saka had the best game. I yeah, thought he was quite quiet. Fit. doesn't seem fit. doesn't seem fully fit you know uh, you got a, a few days break now until Sheffield United you know there's an argument that maybe you know rest. You, you can rest him you know rest him in that game if you want and, and just take him out for a bit but Martinelli and Jesus Jesus in particular was stunningly good in so many moments another Champions League goal that's three and three in the group stage he has overall a better than one in two record in Champions League history for so his, his own career if only he could replicate that, you know, in the Premier League. He had a couple of opportunities which he kind of curled a shot wide of the goal, but the set, his, his goal was just a smashing finish. And you just want to see more of that, you know, in these games. So what did you make of those two? Yeah, I've, I'm still in shock how he's assisted Martinelli for the first goal. Mm. And I say I'm still in shock, but should I really be surprised? Because it's yeah. Gabriel Jesus. He, he can he can produce that moment of magic in an instance, and I think it was the it was a key moment in the game because it's it's heading to be nil nil at half time, and then you're going to come out and then it's going to it could be a different game, but the fact that we've we've taken a goal in into half time, we're, we're leading. I think it was a positive because then Arsenal come out. The, mm. the dressing room team talk is a bit different. Mikelatel probably says to the boys, "Look, you've got a goal. Sevilla will come out." That's an opportunity to grab another, which we did. But that first assist that he's played into Martinelli, it's unreal. It's absolutely mm. unreal. Mm. And then Martinelli 
fair play to him because he's missed a similar chance in, in the first 10 minutes. But the second chance, if you give him that amount of space, if you give him that amount of time, he's not going to make the same mistake that he did the first time. And his composure at its finest from Gabriel Martinelli rounds the goalkeeper and puts in the back of the net. But the second goal from Gabriel Jesus, like, it's a bullet. It is a bullet into the top corner. And look, we always want more from Gabriel Jesus because we know his qualities. We, we at times ask him to be just as a number nine, but that's not him in a way. That is not him. If I think if we want him to just stay as a number nine, I think we're going to be losing a lot out of his game, which is what he's good at. Mm. And mm. he offers us so much, CC. Like the way he creates chances for others, the way he works his socks off, um, press resistant. There's so many words that I could describe Gabriel Jesus, but we're lucky to have him. And fingers crossed. <laughs> That injury is not too serious. Yeah, it felt precautionary. I'm hoping that it was. I don't know if he was trying to waste time or something. He might be genuinely injured. It seemed a bit savvy uh, to me, um, but I could be wrong. Um, you know, I thought that Thomas Partey looked fine, but training on Friday, on a Monday, but uh, he didn't travel either. Apparently, that a slight muscle injury. We'll see if he's fit enough for, for Saturday. But um, yeah, sorry, Ajit, we don't have the info. It's it's very very new. Arteta is is just literally speaking on my screen, and I can't listen into it while doing the show. But I'm sure we'll get some updates on that. And and Kyle will be in the press conference, and you can get all the words from Arteta's presser um, on the Football London website. And of course, you'll be able to watch that back on the channel shortly. Speaking of which, if you've not already subscribed to the channel, we are less than a thousand subs uh, from 100k. As I say, we need that plaque on Umar's wall, people. So. Uh, just please, please, please do start subscribing. And uh, if you're not already, if you're listening on Facebook, jump over as well to YouTube and subscribe if you're not already subbed, because uh, it really does, does help. Um, Wandering Minstrel is, is listening in saying it's it's a little niggle, apparently, which hopefully is not too uh, serious. Then that's positive, at least. Um, we need to talk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com about David Raya um, because goodness gracious this guy is not doing himself many favours is he um, two big errors at the start um, obviously gave the yeah. ball away twice and opened up the second one in particular we're lucky very very lucky that the pass uh, into I don't know if it was in Azuri or Campos in the middle in the end but that didn't kind of land uh, and then at the end the punch like that could have gone anywhere like absolutely anywhere Um so, and obviously Ramsdale, who 
has decided to fly out, you know, made that decision himself and the club have as well. He had to also was part of that decision-making process because, as we know, his wife has only just given birth and you've got a young um, newborn at home. And the decision after one training session could have been made for him to, to stay behind. Um, but he went and wasn't used. I mean, I think that he's been very, very hard done by. You know what? I saw a clip yesterday. Um, mm. You obviously there at London Corny, and I'm not sure if you've seen that clip. Aaron Ramsdale, he seems a bit more upbeat. Yes, like, he was. He was very chirpy as he ran out. Yeah, very chirpy. And do you, do you know why I think that is? He's looking at these performances, DC. He's probably looking he, at the, it's ironic cheer. Is that what it is? Do you think? I think he's looking at these performances, and there's a bit of hope now for Aaron Ramsdale. He's probably mm-hmm. thinking to himself. Look, if if David Raya continues to not put in the best performances, if he continues to make mistakes that he shouldn't, there's a window here for me to get back into this team. Maybe Mikel Arteta will still try to be persistent. He'll probably still want David Raya in the team. But there's going to be noise from outside. Mm. There's going to mm. be noise from the media. There's going to be noise from the Arsenal fans to bring Ramsdale back. And it's just a coincidence that after the mistake on the weekend... And when Mudrik scored, he's back in the fold. He seems a bit more chirpier. He seems a bit more happy compared to those interviews that he was doing last week, I think it was, mm-hmm. with the media, that he was a bit upset. It's, it's not been the best of times for him. Yeah, he said he was suffering, was, suffering. was his words. Yeah. yeah, so it's not been the best of times for him. So, look, fair play to Aaron Ramsdale. I think he just needs to keep doing what he's doing on the training ground. Just keep working hard, giving Mikel Arteta food for four because... David Ryan, man, he, he does worry me. He does worry mm. me. I don't know what he's doing for the uh, last chance that Sophia have. He does not look confident. And I said to you before the show, if he, if that goal goes into TC, is there any way back for David Ryan? And you said to me, you still think Mikel Arteta would have played him. Mm. But with that mistake... Just because I've come to learn his stubbornness. Um, but with that, you know. with, that mis- with that mistake, that's a rare mistake, though, if he parries mm. into the into the net. I I think, we, you know that Ramsdale, when he has the ball, he plays those kind of direct, low-driven passes through the middle of the field middle, into yeah, the centre yeah. midfield. We've missed that. Like, we missed, yeah. Look, it is worth pointing out that Raya, Raya's long ball did lead to our second goal. Um, it landed at a severe player's head, who then headed it straight to Declan Rice, I think it was. But, you know, it's worth pointing that out. He made a couple of good stops as well. It's worth adding, so we're, we're balanced. But... I just, yeah, I, I just can't help but not think that Ramsdale does better than than what we've seen. I know that statistically, all of the metrics are saying passing wise, he, he, you know, Raya is outperforming Ramsdale. Did you see the graphic of like the six games against one another? Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. But like when you talk about passing, mm. the part most of the passes have been to pe- like our defenders' feet. You no. Know? Mm. the distribution has not been out of this world I've not seen the passes into midfield as you just touched on I've yeah. not seen the passes out wide to our wingers like Saka or Martinelli they've been simple passes and okay I know what Mikel Arteta is trying to do he's trying to replicate what Manchester City do with Edison as the goalkeeper allow teams to come onto them and then he, he passes in, into midfield mm. but even then when he does it, he, he worries me. I don't I don't know what it is. Could be a confidence issue. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, this uh, Luzter on Twitter uh, at Luzter sent me this tweet uh, this morning um, because it was circulating and he wanted our views on it and things like that. And you can see there that passes, successful passes, passing accuracy, long passes, successful long passes, long passing accuracy, touches, possession lost, and possession lost percentage all fall in Reyes. This, this is before tonight's game. It's worth pointing out. Um, all fall in his favour, um, and I, I, I see this. But I think there are sometimes, and you know, I know I'm a big stat man, um, and I love my stats and things like that, and, and I think they do tell you a story. But I, I never want to completely discount what you can see, and mm-hmm. you know, what they don't show you is is some of the individual passes that are misplaced. Like I don't remember Ramsdale misplacing passes to this frequency in such high danger scenarios. Do you know what I mean? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Like, Raya may complete more passes and Ramsdale may lose more passes, but what the stats aren't showing you there is the individual kind of nature of some of the lost passes in Raya's case, which seem far more high profile and far more... You know, so that that's that's the problem with the, those stats in that context. As always, you need to apply the context to statistics. Um, PSV and Lons drew correct um, in their game one one, uh, which means that Arsenal do go back to the top of that group. It is still relatively tight. What I would say is that you know we're four points clear of third, which is a really good thing um, for obvious reasons. With two home games in the last three games. If I'd have said that you can have two wins and a loss from the first three and two of them away from home, would you have taken that from me or are yeah, you disappointed yeah. with the defeat? Yeah, of course I'm disappointed with the defeat, but it's been a long time since we've been in the Champions League. So look, I'd be a bit naive if I thought it's going to go smooth sailing because it really does when you support this football club. But mm. I think you you looked at you look at these away fixtures and it was always that if Arsenal can pick up a one away win, yeah, from from their three away games, they'd be in a good position to qualify out of this group. We've got a massive win away from home um, against Sevilla, so we're in a good place. We've got I think um, Sevilla at home in our next game. We should be able to do the job at home. Fingers crossed. And I think we play Eindhoven after that away from home. Can we finish off with Nantes? I think is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're in a good place. We're in a good place. And we are. Uh, yeah, we absolutely are in a much, much better place than we were um, uh, so after that launch game. Because I remember coming away from that stadium not only with a dented car, but uh, with, uh, with a dented confidence because, uh, yeah, it was frustrating. Uh, very yeah. frustrating indeed. Um, we'll finish off by talking about um, 
kind of what this means going into the next game because we've seen some performances like, you know, if Jesus is out, what do you do? Havertz came on and, you know, was industrious again and improving off the ball. He's, he's an asset. Erdegaard had a very quiet game again, yeah. uh, quite a poor game. And I, I actually was really happy with the sub that Arteta made. I love the fact that Havertz was the guy that came on, not Vieira or Smith-Rowe, but Havertz was the one that came on for Erdegaard. Why do you think that is, though? Why do you think Why do you think he's, he's, he's lacking? Yeah, because some people say it could be because it's a new position that he finds himself in, but I'm not sure. What, what, what? Hmm. What do you mean, new position? I don't think he's playing in that. That's what I mean. I, I, always, I, I look at social media and people are talking about the fact that they think Mikel Arteta, he's found a new role for him in the mm. team and it's a bit more reserved. It's not working. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely not working because you're not seeing the same Martin Odegaard of mm. last season, in a way. And he was quiet again today. I think mm. he put he plays a pass into Bukaya Saka and it's a hospital pass, to be honest. Yeah, Bukaya Saka gets he gets knocked. I think it's by Kuna. I'm not sure who it was. Yeah, Kuna. Yeah, and I'm just I'm, I'm, at that stage. I'm thinking, oh, please don't get injured, Bukaya Saka, from this pass. But yeah, he's he's not looking he's not looking his best right now, and it could mm. be an opportunity to freshen up on Saturday. So you drop him. Just because he's captain doesn't mean... Headline, Umar drops Erdegaard from Arsenal 11. You know? <laughs> but you know what it is? It's not necessarily dropping him. I just think if there's a time to give him a breather, to give him a bit of a rest, mm. it's this Saturday against Sheffield United. You've got West Ham in the cup. You can rest him there. Yeah, but, I'd play. I'd play, and I'm biased because he's my favourite player. I know. <laughs> I should have um, lost you. <laughs> but you're right. He's not. He's not been as good. Um, mm. And he and he is. There is. I have a little concern about him. Um, I think he he had a really great chance to score that shot that yeah, obviously yeah. kind of curled the effort over. Um, is it because Partey's not there? Are he lacking? Is it Jorginho's presence? Is it something to do with that? He needs to find a way of getting himself into the game a bit more. Um, we know the guy's quality. You know what he's got. You know what you can offer. Like, I think get a goal, get an assist. You'll see him suddenly turn because um, he can do great things. Um, and, and I still thought he was good in certain moments in kind of the distribution and the the, the way in which we were playing around the, the severe box in the first 30 or so minutes. He was good in that moment. But uh, but yeah, we, I'd certainly want to see more. But I did like that Arteta was proactive enough to take yeah. him off and, and bring him. He's done well. This season, I need to give credit to Arteta subs, because I yeah. think subs, we were criticising him a lot last mm. season. Mm. In-game management needs a lot of work. But this season, I think he's got it right. Yeah, I, I, it's still, it's still certainly, I think can be better. I think, I, you know, I would have brought and have it sooner against Chelsea and things like that. Um, but I think he's certainly being a lot more proactive. He's braver, I think, with his changes, and it's paying off. So yeah, certainly good. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, just a good win. Just a good win. Look, mm. I think we're not playing our best this season, and I keep. Hearing people saying, oh, this has not been the best of starts performance-wise. But I keep saying to people, look, it doesn't matter how you start the season. What matters is by the time it comes to April, May, March, you're there and thereabouts mm. in the biggest of competitions. You're on the coattails in the Premier League title race. And what I like about this Arsenal team is whatever the circumstances, they can get over the line and get points on board. And I mm -hmm. think that's a key aspect. That, that 
that for me is what I've taken from the first opening months of this season. That we can play better, we can perform at a high level, but that will come. That will come. Mm. So um, yeah, no, just enjoy the win. It's nice to finally get a win in the Champions League away from home. I think it's the first time since we won away from home since we beat Basel. Really? What in, in Europe? Away from home in the Champions League. In the Champions. Oh, in the League. Champions League. Yeah. Wow. It must be. Yeah. Long time. But Perez, Perez scores a hat trick in that game, I think. Perez, I thought you said Perez. I was like, wow, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, he did. There's he did a, get. He did there's get. A stat. There's a stat for you. That's unbelievable. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah. silly. That's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Um, very interesting indeed. Uh, I'm sure that there'll be plenty more still to come. We've got one more away game in the Champions League this group stage away at PSV, of course. We've got two more home games against Lawns where hopefully we can get some revenge. You know, There's a video that circulated after Lawns beat us in their dressing room. I'm sure Arteta yeah. will be showing the players that before that game. Um, and then, of course, Sevilla uh, as well, which we have in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, and I'll be there for that. So I look forward to... Um, Putting a microphone in front of Sergio Ramos and being like, uh, so how was it when Thierry Henry ran past you? <laughs> I don't think I like that. No, I, I don't think I'm brave enough to do that. To be uh, but Umar, thank you for your time. I very much appreciate it. Always appreciate it, bro. Absolutely. Fantastic win this evening. Chat box, thank you so much, everybody, uh, for tuning in. Um, and if you've joined us late, we've talked about pretty much everything that we had, could have done in this game. Raya to Jesus to Martinelli to Tommy Asu. So rewind if you're tuning in late and uh, and listen back. Uh, please do subscribe. As I said, we're very, very close to hitting that magical 100k. So thank you, everybody, that continued to support the channel. Uh, we'll be bringing you of course, plenty of updates and content leading up to the Sheffield United game this weekend, including Mikel Arteta's press conference ahead of that. You can watch back Mikel Arteta's post-match presser from tonight a little bit later on. Uh, fingers crossed. Is that right, Umar? They'll be able to watch that back, yeah? Right. Yeah, lovely stuff. Uh, thank you for listening. Drop a like, subscribe, leave a comment, anything we talked about today that you've thought uh, provocatively about. So please do leave that below. We'll see you again soon. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way.